Mummy's with the maggots now. We interrupt this program to bring you... Alright everybody, my name is Kevin. My name is Adam. And I'm Julie. And we are The Real Movie Guys, and welcome back to another episode of The Real Review, the series where we review and discuss all your favorite movies. On today's episode, we're going to be taking a look at Evil Dead Rise, directed by Lee Cronin, starring Mirabi Pease, Richard Crouchley, and Anna Marie Thomas. A twisted tale of two estranged sisters' reunion is cut short by the rise of a flesh-possessing demons, thrusting them into a primal battle for survival as they face the most nightmarish version of family imaginable. Okay, Adam, we're back in this. Uh, Julie's new to this little adventure, but me and Adam, if you haven't checked it out already, uh, for Real Terror Month in October, we reviewed the entirety of the Evil Dead series, you know, minus the TV show, but... We looked at all the mainline films, and I remember us being super excited for this movie, you know, when it was announced. I, I couldn't wait. I wish it came out actually sooner so we could have covered it then. Uh, it's out. It's on. It's actually streaming, I believe, right now on Paramount Plus for you guys if you want to watch it at home. Checked it out. Actually, I went to the theaters a little blaze back and saw it. But um, check this out, guys. Not going to lie. It was pretty good. I had actually a really good time. I, I have some issues with it. Uh, I would think I would argue... And I know how this is going to sound, so just just take this with you know a grain of salt here. It's probably my least favorite out of the Evil Dead films that I've watched out of all of them. Uh, but keep in mind, I I grade them all very highly in my opinion as far as the Evil Dead films. It's probably my least favorite, but it's still an incredibly great horror movie with some really sick kills, um, a lot of really great visuals. Uh, the Lee Cronin doesn't you know he really surprises as a director coming into one of his first American films here. Uh, I thought it was really great. Adam, how about you? What do you think on this one? I think I agree. I think this is my least favorite of them all. But, I mean, they're all really solid movies. Um, this one felt more of like a, a hybrid between maybe the uh, Evil Dead, the uh, 2013 one, and, you know, the originals. Kind of like a mix of campiness and right. horror, I guess. Some sort of hybrid. I don't know if that's probably what affected it. You know, it kind of really find its proper footing i think mm-hmm. um but i mean overall i still had fun with it yeah it's, it's fun when we can get another evil dead entry into the franchise you know what about it whatever it would be at this point but uh i can understand you feeling an imbalance i think there is something there and, and we're definitely going to talk about that uh julie how about you what do you think of this one i enjoyed this movie um i wasn't as scared as i thought it was because i am you know a bit of a scary cat um, the 2013 one, I think, is probably the scariest out of all the Evil Deads. Um, so I thought it was going to be on par with that. Um, based off of, you know, the trailers and stuff like that, it looked terrifying. Um, unfortunately, I feel like they showed a lot in the trailers, um, especially considering that it is, like, rated R. They showed a good, a lot of plot points. Um, so I, I think it definitely is the weakest out of the franchise. However, I do appreciate the risks it took especially focusing on a family with, you know, like teenage and young children being kind of at the center of, you know, this terror. Yeah. I I think that's one of the things I have to, and it's interesting too, that you actually bring that up. So this is the first time we've had a a different setting within the evil dead universe. Usually, uh, well, besides, I guess, army of darkness, obviously that's a completely different setting, but you know, the main evil dead, the main evil dead story, we should say it's always in a cabin in the woods with people stuck in there alone. Uh, this movie 
changed that completely. Uh, I don't know if it necessarily made sense a lot of the time, but it, they, they at least tried to do it. Uh, the irony is, too, at the beginning of this movie, when it first starts, they do have like this big, long horror tease of the, a cabin in the woods. And now, what did you think of that, Adam? I felt like that was a little bit forced because I think this movie... A lot doesn't happen early on in this movie. There is actually a lot of setup to the story to before the possession begins and all the shenanigans break loose. But I felt, do you feel like the director wanted to like kind of shake us a little bit with this big action gore scene right at the forefront of this movie? Yeah, it was like uh, he was trying to break that you know Evil Dead mold right. a little bit, I guess. Which. I don't know. I kind of like the way that the other movies were. They all kind of... It's nice that uh, there's consistency with them. And I'm like, all right, I'm going into an Evil Dead movie. But I don't know. I guess overall, I guess it does end up working with this film. Um, I don't know. It was okay. Yeah, because I think at the beginning, he tries to tie it into like a cabin. He has like a cabin possession. And it's one of my, Julie knows this, it's one of my most hated cliches is like, oh, earlier, you know, later or earlier when they flash back or flash forward. I hate that at the beginning of a movie. Just just start from the beginning of the movie. I, I don't want to know how it's going to end up and something's going to happen. Uh, and this felt really inconsequential to the whole movie, which is I think Evil Dead Rise itself, the, the core family issue and, you know, the possession happening there. That's fine. I felt like this was just tacked on at the beginning of the end for really no apparent reason, but to add maybe some extra kind of kills and extra gore, which they, they are really good. Uh, I didn't know a drone could cut someone's mouth up like that. Uh, that was kind of interesting to see. Uh, nevertheless, uh, you know, it, it's good. And that that's classic evil dead right there. Uh, those scenes are definitely something I would expect from an evil dead movie. And then it jumps into the movie and Kind of like you said, Adam, it feels very uneven toned. Uh, it's very family drama at the beginning of this movie uh, going into uh, the, the sister who's coming to visit. Beth is coming to visit her family because she just found out she's pregnant and she's going to you know, tell her sister and her family. Uh, and you kind of deal with that drama, which maybe is some of the more stronger family connections we've had in an Evil Dead movie. Because, uh, again, Adam, I think you would agree. Uh, you know, Ashley Williams losing his girlfriend is... It's compelling stuff. Uh, maybe not the most super narrative we've ever seen in a movie, but uh, I guess it's tried to elevate the material a little bit that way, like adding this like interesting family dynamic. Do you think that's successful in any way here? Yeah, I, I think that this was uh, definitely uh, the way to grow in okay. in terms of like it kind of, if anything, it's just expanding the universe, right? Of you know the Evil Dead universe, which is I was okay with. Yeah, what did you think of that, Julie? For someone who's seen like you know the the other Evil Dead movies, how do you think that whole compares? I like it. Um, it, I think, thematically, definitely connects more to the twenty thirteen version, where I think even in the original ones there are like some sibling connections. Like I think Ash's sisters in the first one, or whatever. But like the twenty thirteen yes. one did a nice job of like the sibling relationship, and we see that sibling relationship again. And I think it hits a harder punch when the possessions do happen because, you know, the people who are possessed say horrible, horrible things. And in this one, it really like shakes, you know, the characters to their core and it's very personal and it's trying to, well, you see them struggle with trying to separate right. like the, the demon and my sister that the demon's possessing. You let's, know? let's be honest here. Let's, let's really be honest here. Kids are taboo. When it comes to horror, yeah. kids are something you don't see done very often. I think we've become a little more open to it 
uh, now I think it kind of the new remake of it kind of started opening the channels for us to see kid children in horror movie put in terrible situations. Uh, and Evil Dead really wasn't afraid to do that here, even though I think they do hold back to a little bit of an extent, especially with the younger girl, uh, where, like, I, spoilers, kind of nothing really happens to her in the whole entire movie. She's actually perfectly fine. Uh, nothing goes after her or hurts her or anything like that. thought that was kind of interesting, but uh, not that I want that. I, again, that, that that's kind of a touchy thing to say. I don't know how to word that correctly. It's, it's uh, baby steps. It's baby you steps. Know? You know, yeah. do this, but yeah. like, all right, she's still, we got to protect her. But you're right. Uh, just imagine, like, like I said, your mother, like being like possessed by a demon and yelling all these terrible, horrible things to you and wants to murder you and chop you into pieces and eat your soul and like climbing on the ceiling and, it's it's terrifying, and that and I think that's what the director was relying a lot on. Uh, he does have a lot of really good visuals, and I think picking uh, Ash, oh, was it, Alyssa Sutherland, who plays Ellie, the mom, she's fantastic in this movie. Uh, I think she really steals the show, and I would argue she might be the best possessed of any of the films. I, th- I think she really is, just embodies everything that's terrifying to me. Uh, the way she just. The, the camera loves her, as as they say in the film industry. Uh, every look she has, every little eyeball, like, glance, like, everything works. Her silhouette's haunting when it's, like, the way she moves. She really nailed this character. She really nailed the possession down. And, again, I think the movie really uses it to its fullest extent. Uh, but, like, kind of like Julie said earlier, I do feel for those gore hounds out there, for people looking for this really kind of messed up, like, Evil Dead film, especially coming from the recent Evil Dead remake, where I, I still think that is one of the scariest movies I've seen in a really long time. Uh, I don't think it matches that really, and, and like Adam said too, it also kind of feels a little campy in tones. Wouldn't you say, Adam? Was there anything specifically that kind of made you feel like this film was a little campier? I, I think the biggest thing that stands out was the fact that the uh, the Deadites had a much more of a personality than they did in the. Uh and the remake, I guess, if you will. Right. I mean, it, it just stood out immediately to me. I'm like, all right, this is, I get the tone that we're going for now here. Right. And it feels like that. It's interesting that we make that juxtaposition because we look at the first evil dead film made by Sam Raimi. It was very dark and gritty. And again, it had the comedy elements, but not so much. And then we went to evil dead Two, And I remember us talking about it in our review where we're like, wow, this is like just night and day. Like he really, just went full comedy and this movie really doesn't do that to that extent, but it definitely feels more in that vein. And even with the ending of this film, I think it's very similar to And again, in that form of spirit of a sequel. Uh, how did you feel about that? Julie, do you felt like this was a little campier than say some of the other evil dead projects we've seen? Yeah. Um, and I think there's even like um, the addition of like the neighbor characters, which again, it's, they were fodder for you know the deadites um and then yeah, just you're even gonna die. <laughs> right like instantly okay we don't care about you because at first i'm like when i thought it was just going to be self-contained to that apartment i'm like all right you know what's going to happen here and then they introduce them I'm like okay they're the first to go um even some of the setup was just yeah so like over explain like oh i heard that there was this building was built on an abandoned bank and then like an earthquake happens that opens up the freaking bank vault and out of everything he's like let me like it was just i mean i guess you can chalk it up to like this book wants to be read and it is going to if you want to think the mysticism devil's advocate here but like 
there's so many things where it just goes beyond the it horror just logic. had to happen. Let me push yeah. open this weird tomb in the middle of an abandoned vault. And let me take this book that's bound with teeth and let me pry that open. Like, I was just like, there's so many opportunities for you to just not and stop. And Danny just that, happening, and excuse, yeah. Right. Danny just happening to love music and have like a recorder, and he just so happens to find these vinyls he that if you moved. play them, yeah. it's gonna reawaken the book. Like, oh, thank God, he was a an audiophile. Thank God. <laughs> and even the I can sell this to make money for mom. You didn't even check anything else in the vault. You opened the creepy tomb. Yeah, I you mean, didn't check any of the safety deposit boxes. Like. What yeah. are you doing? Yeah, and I think that, that was one of my bigger yeah. issues with it. I think the movie really is just really corny kind of with this whole setup. And even towards the latter end of the movie, even though we do get a cameo from uh, uh, Bruce Campbell's voice to show up in the recording, which uh, fun, fun fact, fun fact for you guys out there. But still, you know, it just the whole wrap up of the movie just feels kind of corny. Uh, I guess we'll get into like a little bit of the spo- actually spoiler territory by the end of this movie. Um once we get to the end, we kind of have a giant monster syndrome as far as what uh, Beth ends up fighting. Uh, she kind of becomes the new Ashley Williams, if you will, and she has her shotgun and she's fighting this monster. I don't really like that. You know, that really kind of bothered me. I, I get it's kind of supposed to be creepy and morbid, like the family's all one and they're all one together and they're attacking her. Didn't do much for me. It felt like something out of a bad Resident Evil movie, to be honest with you. I, I thought there could have been something a little more creative there. Uh, what did you think of that, Adam? Did that do anything for you like i just it didn't do much for me i think my issue with that is that the you know the 2013 one had a similar big bad at the end of the movie that was fought off with a shotgun again i'm right. like and i think I, I it's just annoying that we're here we are again Right. And I think Alyssa Sutherland did such a good job as Ellie that I feel yes. like she kind of just she's kind of stole the show for me throughout the whole movie. Like, I feel Agreed. like it could have just been her. And that would have been really what I wanted to see as far as the finale. I didn't need this like weird monster that he tried to hide in shadows because to their credit, they tried to do a lot of this practical. Uh, this movie is very practical heavy. And again, I will praise that always entirely. Uh, but there's only so much you can really do when it's just a glob monster kind of chasing after you. It's not really that interesting. Uh, it makes for a big bloody mess when you put it through a, you know, a shredder, uh, you know, and that that's kind of cool. But at the same time, I just, it didn't really do much for me. I think I really wanted a lot more. And like I said, then they kind of circle back randomly to the whole, Oh, look, it's not over. The spirit's going to go to the cabin and possess this girl. And it's going to start. Why do we need that? We didn't need that. There, there was no reason for that to continue, in my opinion. There was no reason to connect that beginning and end scene. You could have just trimmed it off. Movie would have been just as fine. Just have them walk out into the distance. Movie's over. Uh, I will give this movie a little credit. I, I don't want to make this review too long, but uh, I'll give it credit for the fact that uh, at least the director, he tries to establish that there is multiple Evil Dead books within this universe. Uh, so this movie kind of does... Uh, answer the question I think a lot of fans have had is are these all in the same universe and yes there's three different books as far as we know at least according to this movie's mythology so that would leave uh, the Evil Dead remake the original Evil Dead series and this film as well so this would be the third book which I don't know what did you think of that Adam I thought that was a kind of cool little throw in there so you know the fans if you don't like this you know there's, there's other books out there that it's still somewhat connected no I thought it was cool I liked that a little nod I, I thought it was really neat yeah, and he didn't have to do that, I feel like. I felt like it was just right. like a nice little, little send-away for the fans. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the last thing too we'll talk about uh, as far as like the positives i like i just really do like the filmmaking style uh lee cronin definitely has a master of the camera in this movie and kind of like we said before the way he works with uh Alyssa sutherland as ellie he's really able to capture her presence uh but not even that i think he does go to the well for a lot of like really interesting shots uh one of the shots i really liked and again that i think adds to it too is this whole movie it takes place in the apartment building which i think is really cool they do kind of go out of their way to make them trapped in the apartment room where like the stairs are all collapsed and apparently no one else in the apartment building was able to realize the stairs were collapsed or the elevator wasn't working right or or hear the carnage that's happening on this floor yeah apparently you know everyone's deaf in that building and has no idea but um that being said i I do like the visuals he used uh, especially the peephole he was really able to make a really great use of that uh, a lot of the times we saw when she was murdering some of the neighbors outside the house, we just saw bodies flying around and it was, it was just a really interesting fish fish lens kind of camera angle. And again, if we want to talk about maybe some of the creepier scenes, that's when Cassie's talking to her mom through the door and she's telling her like, open the door, let me in. Mommy loves you. Oh, look, daddy's here. You can't see him. He's over here on the other side. That's the kind of stuff I really liked. And I think that's like that really true horror, like, Oh, get you like really deep right in the pit of your stomach where it's like makes you uncomfortable. I don't know. I, I do. I think I agree with Adam a lot where I wish there was just some more of that. Uh, is that what you kind of were looking for, Adam? Just some real, especially I think, like you said, after this remake from 2013, I think it was uh, that that's kind of what I wanted. The the remake, it, it set it up to be, you know, something that I thought the direction we were going. And then all of a sudden we just kind of took a couple steps back, it seems. Yeah, and again, I don't think it's bad, but it's just like doesn't no. hold a candle to that movie. And it's right. funny that that and I feel like for that was the film everyone feared the most when it came out. Mm-hmm. And I think ironically it ended up being the probably the best in the series and for for most. Arguably, if not, yeah. If not Evil Dead Two, which I think would be the other contender for me. Uh, mm-hmm. How about you, Julie? What do you think of that? Do you think this movie's kind of some step backs in a way as far as with what they're doing with the Evil Dead franchise? Yeah, um, you know. And it's tough because while, and I agree with you, like it is interesting and it's a risk to limit your setting to an apartment and really one specific apartment or one floor. I feel like not being in that cabin setting kind of hurt it. Cause not only like, yeah, they're confined to the cabin, but the woods themselves was also a threat to them. Um, So I feel like I hate to like critique something for taking a risk, but I think back to, Evil Dead belongs in the woods, deep yeah. in the woods, you know? Yeah, yeah I think the building, like kind of like you said, the, well, the, besides the threat was like the elevator would fill with blood, That was they, which they kind of took from The Shining, which, which is fine. You know, you got to do what you got to do. But uh, there really wasn't much threat inside the building itself beyond the mom just like standing at the door and not letting them in. That was like the whole thing was really just not letting her back into the apartment. Uh, other than that, I don't really think, there was anything in comparison to like the wood setting that they had to worry about or I, oh, I, go ahead. I, I wish that uh, there was some way that everything led back to the woods at somehow that would have been interesting. Some point that would have been really cool. Yeah. Like maybe they ran to the woods and it followed them with them back to the woods or something. I was like just going to say that like that opening thing having, but I wouldn't have wanted it in the beginning, but having, you know, the main characters flee to like, Oh, grandpa's cabin in the woods or whatever and then thinking they're safe and then realizing that they're not 
Yeah, because that's the story, really, of Ashley Williams. When we look at the Evil the Dead series that came out, uh, we, again, we didn't take a look at it, but it's the Deadites never stop following you, you know? They're going to follow you to the end of your days, and that's kind of what the story should be. Uh, this movie just, I, I don't know why it did that strange bookend. I, I really think it's just, I don't know. I, I really question it. And again, I think it's a cool set piece in the beginning of this film. Uh, but when you look at it as a whole, it contributed nothing to the story. And it just really kind of inflated the runtime of this movie. Because uh, I could say that about every movie, but even an hour and 36 minutes felt a little long in the tooth, especially with some of the setup. I think they could have kind of sped things up a little bit, start some of the creepy you know, imagery happening a little bit sooner. Uh, but again, for those horror fans out there, once you know the pedal hits the metal, I, I think you're going to have a really good time. So uh, with that being said, I think we're ready to give our final scores. I'm going to give Evil Dead Rise a 6.9 out of 10. You don't look so good, Mom. Nothing a big old hug and kiss from you won't fix. Open up now, like a good girl. That's it. Come on now. Do it for mom and dad. Kind of like Adam said, I do think it does have its issues with you know a lot of some of the the tone of this movie uh, some of the choices it made I, again i don't like the flashback flash forward kind of opening ending book ending this movie i think it was really unnecessary uh the performances i think are fantastic uh especially i think Alyssa sutherland really steals the show as, as the possessed mother ellie uh it's creepy it's disturbing uh i think really that uh, you know, new again, newish director Lee Cronin did a really fantastic job setting up his shots, uh, pacing, you know, the camera work and everything in this movie. It's just, uh, you know, sometimes you take a risk and I, I always will, like Julie said, praise a risk when it's taken in a movie. I just don't know how successful this really was. Uh, would I be against another movie? Absolutely not. I mean, take some, take as many chances as you want and give me something new. Uh, but I will say, I just think, you know, even with the ending giant monster being kind of your conclusion here, uh, didn't do much for me. I, I think I wanted something just a little bit more. But I think, again, if you're into horror, you're into Evil Dead, really can't go wrong. I think you're going to have a good time otherwise. But Adam, how about you? What do you think on this one? I'm going to give Evil Dead Rise a 7.3 out of 10. Who wants to rot next? Eenie. Meenie. Miney! You. Warrants that high of a score just because of Alyssa Sutherland's uh, performance alone. And between that and the cinematography, I, they were very enjoyable to me. Um, and I enjoyed the touch of campiness to a certain extent. Sure, sure. Um, but I mean, beyond that, it was still a decent film. Uh, would I watch it again over the other ones? I don't know about that, but um, it's still a nice addition to the series, I think. Yeah, I mean, I what they did with a cheese grater in this movie is, uh, mm. is something that just... Oh, that, I mean, I'll give them that. You know, they didn't do much in this movie for me as far as, like, some of the horror scenes, but uh, you nailed it with the cheese grater. I'll give you that. The you second that, that thing came out was just... Like, that's not good. Note. That's not good. Not good at all. Uh, Julie, how about you? What do you think on this one? I'm going to give Evil Dead Rise a 7 out of 10. Even its final remnants will come after you. You must run. All you can do is run. 
I appreciate the risks that they took, even if they didn't completely, you know, stick the landing. Um, we've said it, you know, Alyssa Sutherland was fantastic in her role. Like when I think of Evil Dead now, you think of Ashley Williams. And as much as I think the 2013 movie is a superior film to this one, she's probably the next person I think of beyond Ash um, because she was just that good. Um, the cinematography was great. The, the moments that were creepy and disturbing and disgusting were so, you know, I'm definitely looking forward to another outing in the evil dead world. Yeah. I just, I kind of wish this movie gave us just a little bit more. And that remake just did such a good job with the horror elements that it's kind of hard to, to do something just as good when you have a director that just knew what they wanted. Uh, you could tell Lee Cronin though, wanted to pay tribute to the original evil dead in his own way. And he, he definitely does. And it comes across, I think, you know, extremely well. Uh, it's just, you know, a little more horror maybe next time. Maybe sometimes uh, I think Evil Dead Flourish is just slightly better when it leans more into just the pure horror aspect of the film. Uh, sometimes when that campiness comes in, unless you're really Bruce Campbell, uh, you know, he's really the only man I know that can get away with it and make it at least incredibly interesting. But again, guys, check it out. Let us know in the comments what you thought. Did you like Evil Dead Rises? Uh, Evil Dead Rise? Did, was it one of your favorites? Least favorite? Uh, rank them in the comments below. Let us know what you guys think. But uh, thank you all so much for joining us on this episode of The Real Review. My name's Kevin. That guy's Adam. That's Julie. We are your real movie guys. Real guys. Real movies. Real thoughts. Catch you next time. If you guys like what you've seen here today, consider giving this video a like and leaving your thoughts in the comments below. If you want to stay up to date with everything Real Movie Guys related, make sure to hit that subscribe button and check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And don't forget all you audio listeners at home, we are available on many podcasting platforms. Just search The Real Movie Guys and should pop right up. Thank you again all so much for joining us on this episode of The Real Review. We are The Real Movie Guys. Real guys, real movies, real thoughts. Catch you next time.